1: Inside sources, inside sources on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Inside Sources. This is Jim Bennett. I'm here with
2: Scott Hal. What a privilege it is to be with you. Yes, we've already gone through, we we'll burn through one segment.
1: That's right. Wow. We're, we're, we're getting some exciting texts. <laughs> people either think, people are either asking where Boyd Matheson is, or they think we are Boyd Matheson. We've got two texts. It's Boyd coming back. Where's Boyd N One says, normally you drive me crazy, Boyd, but thank you for speaking about Joe Biden being a great human being.
2: Thank uh, yes, thank you very much for that. Uh, yeah, right. This is almost Boyd Matheson. That's, Really, <laughs> but
1: but not, but not really. No, that's pretty funny. I, I got a guy from the UUP. Shout out to Unky. What's it, what he calls himself? Unky Ben from Davis County. Oh, wow. Davis County UUP secretary. That's great. Yay, a fellow UU, UUP person on the air. Go Jim. So, oh wow, yeah, that party's growing. Yeah, watch out. Yeah,
2: watch out. So, well, uh, our next segment uh, has really the mother and uh, uh, the father, I should say, of the Operation Rio Grande and we are um, going to have a conversation with uh, the Speaker of the House, Greg Hughes, who is really the, the impetus for creating uh, Operation Real Grand, which is no small feat. Jim, when you, you look at what we've spent on uh, our homeless situation here, we, and at the Pioneer Park Coalition, we really, truly, genuinely believe that we can change the face of homelessness, if not do away with it completely. And it really starts with the community and how your shelters are, or, or your resource centers are built, uh, who you hire to run them, what you do. The accountability is so important. Uh, we have a shelter here in town called the Other Side Academy.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I've actually toured the Other Side Academy. Well, and what, what are your thoughts? It's fascinating. What, 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 what stood out to you well, when you watched? So they take you in and they, they essentially just take over your life. Yeah. And say, yeah. okay, we're going to just just, and, and we're going to give you a job, you know, these people end up working for the Other Side Academy movers, and even after they leave the Other Side Academy, they end up creating their own businesses. Yeah, and they have jobs. And they have I mean, jobs. that's the most amazing thing so, about that. I mean, the, the, you know, one of the things, you go in there, you sit, and they take you downstairs, and they make you change your clothes, and they burn your old clothes. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> they, Isn't that amazing? He said, if, if you're do? in, you're in all the way, and you're going to do this and i think they're expanding they've got several locations they now, don't they? they are
2: they've gone uh, back east they're in denver uh i just heard that they're going to open a facility in uh, san diego uh, they've been asked to go back to pennsylvania and uh, they had an invitation to go to hawaii so oh, wow yeah it's amazing i don't know have you ever had a move you i've never had the move. You. oh no. my gosh it I is they're great oh it is unbelievable um They've moved all my kids. They've moved Linda and I's uh, uh, personal goods. And five-star rating, I think they started with one van, and now I think they're up to, like, I don't know, seven or maybe ten. And it has just run so phenomenally over there. And every day I'm inspired. Uh, They just bought the apartment building directly to the west of them. Uh, So they'll be taking on approximately about another 129 students. And so... With that, let's uh, let's bring on the line uh, former Speaker of the House Greg Hughes. Uh, Greg, thank you for joining us. We know how busy you are, and we really appreciate it. But uh, we we'd really like a, an update from your uh, perspective of how Operation Rio Grande's going, what's happening with the resource centers, and then at the end we'll have another question for you. We'll save that one till okay. the end. <laughs> well,
0: hey Scott, thanks for having me on. I I uh, I'm a little late calling you. This day goes so fast. You know when you're uh when you're sitting out here in the cheap seats watching politics, <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's it, you know you don't you lose track of your days. But anyway, good to be here. You know, from those cheap seats watching as an observer now, i not being a policymaker. The 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 one thing I have to say is that being part of the Pioneer Park Coalition, being part of this board where you've invited me to to at least stay in the policy discussion, and as we've looked at. Uh, this big, exciting time for Utah where we're seeing the model for helping those experiencing homelessness transition to the resource centers, not shelters, but resource centers. And the, and the wording matters, as you know, because we have uh, a smaller places, facilities, women, women with children, uh, high-risk males. We have a smaller beds, but a real focus on the individual and how to help them in a way to find self-reliance. But there's an urgency to that model where we have to move people to self-reliance because we know that there will be people in need that will need to be able to access these resource centers moving forward. And so it's more of a helping people along, helping the giving a hand up, but there really is a pressure to that. And so it exciting times but the challenge with that is that we had hoped in statute that that we'd see that transition happen on june 30th in the summertime in the warm weather we know that we're starting to live through the weather cooling off even right now and the weather is going to start to get colder the numbers traditionally go up uh, for uh, those that need shelter when the weather gets colder and so we're running into the opening of these resource centers two are now Opening. I think Catholic Community Services should be uh, there in possession of the building and receiving guests anytime. But what's been fun about being part of the Pioneer Park Coalition, as you well know, we've been engaging with the community, with stakeholders, with board members of service providers, as well as the state, and uh, saying, look, these are the questions, concerns that are happening around the community. How is this going to successfully transition? And it's a it's a com- it, it stays a community effort, and I've been able to engage in those conversations. And we love having uncomfortable conversations, don't we, Scott? We love we we love just t- instead of people talking past one another, talking to each other about some of the critical issues that have to be discussed and planned for when you see such a, a large transition.
2: You no, know, Greg. Your that. point is well taken. I, I remember a wise um, mentor of mine and someone who gave me great advice, and they said, "I'd much rather lean in to the stiff winds of opposi- opposition than hunker down and do nothing." And I, I, I read a, a comment that was a little challenging to me. Katie Mackler of the Deseret News, uh, in an article, she said, "quote." Uh, from aaron mendenhall made the statement she said quote i think it's high time for us to confront the reality that the closure of the road home in june of 2019 was a political conversation and not one based on reality any thoughts on that
0: yeah i i would i'm confused by that because you know when i left i was i was still speaker and i didn't i didn't take any days off i worked till the end of december of 18 and i can tell you that that uh, construction-wise and process-wise, that June 30th date, uh, we were on track with at least two of the three resource centers. And the criticalness of that June 30th date was not political. It was the temperature, <laughs> just, just that blunt. We needed a time where the bed count uh, in the warmest of months uh, is lower so that that transition into the three resource centers would be uh, – there wouldn't be any stress. To that to that transition and so the time that that transition should have happened really was uh to make sure and put emphasis on a time where the bed the need for beds wasn't as high uh that was not arrived at it wasn't just because of a wet spring uh it, it, there were other issues involved with that uh in terms of contracts all those things but the, the thing that's been worrisome and, and this is why you have frank conversations and we're all on the same team here. Even me, you know, sitting outside now, not being a policymaker, but wanting to see this success, see the success of this is that we have to still see that transition happen successfully. And if we don't, the consequences of that really undermine all the efforts that have gone on for years and years. And so I, we're, look, we're that. If you want to say political, it was practical. It was meant because that's a time of the year where the transition would uh, would re- would see the least hurdles in front of it. But here we are in September, and I don't think anyone has anyone's resoluteness has has softened. We all want to see this successful. And what you know, Pioneer Park Coalition used to get this bad rap that Speaker all Hughes.
1: The- I'm sorry, we're coming up on a hard break in a few seconds, so. If you, Greg, take yeah, 10 so more anyway, seconds.
0: We're all on the same page working forward, Scott.
2: Well, listen, uh, Speaker Hughes, we really appreciate everything. Thank you for your leadership. Again, Speaker Greg Hughes, and who I keep hearing rumors, Governor Greg Hughes. Join <laughs> us back. We're going to take a yes. uh, a break for uh, uh, news, and thank you all. And, uh, Mr. Speaker, thanks again for joining us. Thank you.